Austin College faces off against Louisville. On today's show, we're going to dive in and give you our preview and predictions along with Evercoffsis. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. Today's show is brought to you by McDonald's. McDonald's has been proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. On today's show, we are going to talk about Boston College versus Louisville. Big game on Saturday between a Boston College team that is in dire need of wins after losing two in a row. And with me, I have Eric Hofsis, who is always a great guest to talk about BC football. Eric, how's it going? I am unbelievable. How are you, sir? (laughs) I'm not there, but I'm still feeling pretty good. So, uh, Eric, you know, I want to get your reaction. You know, uh, Jeff Halfley very emphatically this week said he hopes people move on past last week, but I want to get your reactions. What was your reactions to Saturday's loss? Yeah, AJ, I, w- I was surprised that at the effort last weekend overall, um, I-, I think I said it on Twitter. It was the first time I've been disappointed in coach Halfley and his staff since I came to BC. So one time in a year and a half, I guess that's not bad at all. Um, and uh, kind of one of the things that surprised me though, was just how kind of, flat the team responded you know it was a great spot hosting a nationally ranked North Carolina State team at home at night the crowd was amped up and uh you know they 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 battled early and then then once they fell behind um it it just felt like the team didn't have the same fire and and some people some people were flapping on Twitter about lack of effort and stuff in the second half and I, I you know usually I usually I don't listen to that. I, I hate when people blame effort um, on losses. Like, oh my God, people always just do that about BC basketball. And it was like, no, they just aren't that talented. It's nothing to do with their effort. Um, but I actually watched some of the plays on defense. And yeah, like in, in the late third quarter, fourth quarter, there were some guys like not pursuing out there on defense. So I don't, I don't know what that was all about, but um you know, I, I, I do still have a lot of confidence in Coach Halfley. I, I think the people that are questioning him are just complete morons um, and have no ability to um, analyze and break down what they're, what they're watching. Um, and I think Coach Halfley is going to have the team bounce back this weekend, and uh, it'll, it'll be tough to find those people that were, were blasting the coach uh, last weekend on and, Twitter. And I know we like to bring up the old coach, the old football coach out in Colorado State right now. But I think what you heard from Halfley is what you want to hear after a loss like that. He took a lot of blame himself, as he should have. You know, he said, there's a lot of things I need to improve. And he said it at one point, like, and I, and this is exactly what I thought watching it. Like, he's a younger coach, right? It seems like he struggled to figure out what to do when the game started slipping away. He, and that kind of just spiraled there. And, like, 
all of a sudden everything started to spiral. The offense wasn't clicking. The defense was getting sloppy. You had special teams mistakes. I feel like that was something that Halfley as a young coach is going to need to figure out. Like that's something that, you know, we all have room for improvement and it's, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's definitely a piece as a younger coach that he's going to need help with. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he didn't handle it well and hopefully he learned some lessons from it. Um, but like I said, I have, I have, uh, I, I believe in him. Um, I think, I think another discussion is, is the quarterback situation with Dennis Grissel. I mean, I've, I've heard some crazy takes out there that he wouldn't start for UConn. He wouldn't start for any other team, power five team. I don't, I don't, I think that's pretty harsh. Um, I, I think Dennis is a good backup quarterback. Um, he's a guy that, you know, a backup quarterback, you know, ideally is a guy that only play like four games for you, worst case scenario. And obviously he's going to be put into many more than that this year. Um, I think he's a guy that like, as a backup can go two and two, three and one for you. Um, and I, I think that's what defines what a good backup is. Um, I, I, I personally, I, I don't think the season's lost at this point. I know it's going to be tough to win um, th- their side of the ACC, but if BC wins out, they can still go to a really good bowl game. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw in the towel yet on Dennis, you know, if they lose this weekend, um, if he can't get anything going against, you know, the team statistically that has the worst defense in the ACC, then maybe we can have a different discussion next week. But um, I, I, I think he's going to be able to rebound this weekend. Yeah, the the knee jerk reactions I've heard about Dennis Grissel, and I get it. He's frustrating to watch and I'm not I'm not defending it. I just know it's tough. Uh, but, you know, I've seen a lot of like, you know, start the freshman. Start Emmett Moorhead, who didn't play last year, who showed up on campus six months ago. And I talked at length with Mitch about that with Mitch Wolf. You know, as you just said, the season's not lost. And Grossell, if they can work with him and fix a few things and maybe tailor that offense a little bit more to what he can and can't do, you know, I think they'll be in better shape. And I think it's fixable. I think it's fixable, but we'll have to wait and see. So uh, one thing I... One thing right. I, I one thing I would be open to, especially um, for for home games, um, is that I would be open to try the old Tom O'Brien thing, where the backup gets a drive in the second quarter. Um, of course, that's that's how we kind of famously discovered that Matt Ryan could play, um, and he Tom O'Brien was slow to react to him being better than um, Porter, but. Uh, that's a different discussion for another day, but yeah, I think, I, I think that's something that, that might be worth looking at by the coaching staff, especially if they lose another game here and, and it's, it's kind of clear it, it won't, won't be such a yep. magic season as we thought. So I, I'd be open to that. that. That's, that's one thing I am open to. All right. So in a moment, we're going to talk about the Louisville game. I want to get Eric's thoughts on that. But before we do that, I want to tell you more about McDonald's. This episode of Locked On Boston College is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get a tasty, affordable food. It's a place where family and friends can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up or for a study group, knowing they'll have a defendable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team or the away team can come to recharge. I'm a big fan of McDonald's myself. I love their breakfast. I'm a sausage McMuffin guy. Um, my, my son is into McDonald's now, and I 
we we hit it up every every month or so to get a nice breakfast. So when you head on over to McDonald's, make sure to refuel and connect. Da 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 da. I'm loving it. All right, check out McDonald's. All right, thank you, Eric. We are going back. We are talking about the Louisville game. We're talking about what Boston College has in front of them. And Eric, you know, expectations are so low now for BC, at least amongst their fans. It just seems like we're back into the dregs of just dreading every week. And it's in the doldrums. And I get it. Two losses in a row can, can do that. Where, what do you think of this upcoming game against the Cardinals? Well, first of all, are you a, a big uh, karaoke guy? You could really sing quite the tune there. Uh, actually, you know, uh, fast fact, I've won a karaoke competition, but it wasn't singing. I, 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 my buddy and I used to do uh, like Dr. Dre rap um, oh. at, at a bar down the street in Waltham. And um, I, I love to do that. I'm not much of a singer. I can sing, but it's not my thing. All right. I did not know you were a rapper. All right. <laughs> um, this is. This is a really interesting game. Um, you know, Louisville statistically is just a god-awful defense, allow- allowing 450 yards a game. That's hideous for an average. Um, I, I didn't think their D would be this bad this year, but so far it has been. Um, on the other side, I'm really actually kind of impressed with Malik Cunningham. Um, I, I – I, I kind of killed him in the preseason. I said, man, this guy is just so up and down. Um, and I, I feel like I feel like they've kind of figured out um, a way to keep him kind of even killed this this year. I mean, eight TDs, only two picks. I mean, the, the, interse- the low interception number really, really caught my eye. And he, he's completing 65% of his passes. Um, th- this will... This will be a challenge. I, I'm not sure that that's the kind of matchup that fits BC well when when they go up against a really bad defense and not a bad o- offense because I don't I don't know if their offense can 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 take advantage of it. We'll have to see. But that but that running game certainly has been clicking lately. So uh, that that might be the avenue they have to go in this weekend. And you brought up Malik Cunningham. If you did not check out yesterday's podcast, we talked to Matt McAvick, who covers Louisville for. Uh, SI for the Louisville report. And he said the big thing with Cunningham this year that has changed the way that he's viewing his game is that he's not scrambling as much. He stays more in the pocket and tries to make reads. So um, you might not see Cunningham as active, which is interesting because I think when I was looking at this game on defense, the part that really interested me the most is that what was the big issue Boston college had on defense last year? They couldn't, they couldn't stop mobile quarterbacks. You saw Brennan Armstrong kill him. You saw DJ kill him. You saw, you know, Malik Cunningham almost win a game just with his legs. BC really hasn't faced one this year. You know, none of the quarterbacks, I mean, DJ, you could consider it a little bit, but he was more just like take the ball and run straight ahead with it. It wasn't really like the kind of mobile quarterback that Cunningham can be. So I'm interested to see if this defense can do it. Eric, do you think, the changes on defense, you know, the addition of Jaden would be the changes at linebacker to Isaiah Graham Mobley and Cam Arnold. Do you think that's going to help against a more mobile quarterback? Yeah, it should. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, you know, I, I am encouraged by what you're saying that he's not scrambling as much that takes away one dimension because man, it, it seems like it doesn't matter what coach has been here at BC. Like they just had trouble for the longest time. You can go back to Michael Vick stopping, quarterbacks that can run so 
that's actually uh, it's refreshing to hear that they won't have to worry as much about that this weekend. So heading into this game, Boston College has to do what to win this game? Um, I actually think they got to run the ball, um, which which I a couple of weeks ago, I would have felt crazy for saying that. But that's the that's kind of the best part of the offense right now. Get the running game going. And then I think it really helps out Grissel get some play action game going, um, find, finding Trey Barry over the middle. Um, and, and the Cardinals are giving up almost four and a half yards per, per carry on the ground, which obviously is a horrendous number. Um, while they don't, they don't allow as many yards per game as other teams, they're, they're actually middle of the pack in the ACC. The, the yards per carry is just off the charts. Um, so I think this is a, a Garwo game. He's got to he's got to get it going, and um, he should be able to. This is not this is not a great defense, so um, that's that, that's what BC has to do. To I win. just hope that they don't get away from the run because if BC had hung on to win that game on Saturday, that truck stick hit he had against that NC State oh. would have been all everyone was talking about because oh. that was AJ Dillon s the way he just ran over that that the defender. Absolutely. Um, uh, so. Let's do predictions, Eric. We're gonna we'll do we'll talk about in our last segment some of the college football games from around the country, but let's do predictions. Um, Boston College and, and Louisville, it's a six and a half point spread. Um, I I personally, I'll give you mine, I'll let you go next. Um, I think BC's offense, this is the game that they can break out. Um, I think that you know, we've seen them being able to move the ball down the field, but they kind of just it gets wonky, things aren't working. You know, they, they faced against, they faced two good defenses. And I think that's the, the part that I keep getting on is Clemson and NC state both have good defenses. This defense they're playing against is a tire fire. I think BC will be able to move the ball. I think you'll see a big game from Pat Garwell and Alex Singfield. And I think BC will win this game. I'm with you. Um, I don't, I don't think, I, I think, I think Dennis Grossell's, you know, one of those guys who can play well against average to below average defenses, which is what Louisville is. Um, and this is a game that's going to get the offense's confidence back. Um, and, and I, I also think it's a good opportunity uh, while, while they're going to be able to run the ball, I think, and hope it's a good opportunity to get Zay going. Um, cause he's, he's been a little quiet, not his fault on um, the last couple of weeks, but I think it's a good game to get him back on track as well. So I, I'm actually, I'm actually calling for the BC upset 31 to 27. Oof. Um, and certainly certainly gambling I, I i think that many points is way too many points to be giving bc oh. if they, they made this line a couple of weeks ago you know I, I think maybe bc would be getting three points or something but i think it's an overreaction to the last last two games speaking of gambling we're going to come back and talk a little gambling uh with eric and we'll talk about what um <laughs> games and, and wages are going around on um the in the, in the acc on saturday but before we do that, we're talking yeah, well, let's talk betonline.ag. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, pro season, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts. And of course my favorite 
Built Bar. Built Bar is a candy, uh, it's a protein bar. It's not a candy bar. It tastes like a candy bar. Uh, and you will, you need to check one out because they are delicious. Most protein bars are chalky, waxy, or just hard to choke down. A Built Bar is soft, covered in 100% chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that I have every day at snack for a snack. I just had one right before we recorded. Um, I had the new blueberry muffin. You need to check that one out. Built Bars are low carbs, low calorie, low sugar, high in protein. So all the healthy benefits of being delicious with so many flavors, including raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry barcia. When you head over to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. Make sure you check them out at builtbar.com with promo code LOCK15. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. I am here with Eric Hostis. If you are making this one of your first listens every morning, I want to thank you. Uh, it means a lot that you have made Blocked on Boston College part of your daily routine. If you have not, this is your first listen. I want to welcome you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you get all of our da- daily episodes. We do this five days a week. Now, we're going to talk gambling. We're going to look at betonline.ag, and I'm going to talk some gambling lines with Eric and see what his thoughts are, because there are some interesting ones heading into the ACC this weekend. The first one is a 12 o'clock start, and one of the more more fascinating games, I think, heading into this weekend. It's Wake Forest and Army. It's a three-point spread, which I'm sure is that service service academy spread where you don't ever want to take anything more than the touchdown when it's playing against the service academy. Eric, what are your thoughts on this game? Oh, when I heard you say 12, I thought we were going UMass and FSU, but um, Wake Forest at Army. Um, I'm going to keep rolling with, with Wake Forest on this one. Um, I, I don't think they're going to overlook army. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Deacons. Yeah, I did. I did too. Wake Forest is also coming off a bye, which is perfect when you're playing a triple option team where they can, you know, they have two weeks to work on that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm always wary of, of any spread against a, a, a service gallery, but three seems about right. So I'll go with that. All right. Well, now we're talking 12 o'clock as well. UMass is a 35 and a half ah. point favorite uh, underdog yeah, favorite underdog to Florida state. What do you got on this one, Eric? Kill me, but I'm going with the Minutemen here. I, I, I think, you know, Florida state's shown earlier in the year that they'll overlook uh, a lesser opponent and, and how they even lost outright to one um, back in September. I think, I think UMass can hang within five touchdowns here. So I'm going with, with the Minutemen, those good, they play hard. They play BC hard, um, yep. so I think they can do it to FSU as well. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see FSU winning by more than five touchdowns. It just seems oh. a lot for an offense that just hasn't been all that consistent this year. I think UMass, if they score a touchdown or two, that'll just be enough to keep them in it. Um, another interesting one that one, if I was betting, I wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole, is at twelve thirty Syracuse is a three and a half point underdog to Virginia tech. Now, when you look at this and I'll just kind of talk for a second, Virginia tech's rushing defense is not very good. And you're facing against Sean Tucker, who's one of the best running backs in the country. That could be a big problem for the, for the Hokies. I don't know if that's enough to beat them though. Eric, where are you at with this? I'm, I'm going to take the points uh, mostly for the reason you said, and, Really, I have to. I had to. Have, I, I got to readjust Virginia Tech. I, I thought that was a really nice win over North Carolina to open the season, but it turns out North Carolina is just not nearly as good as anyone thought they were. Um, so that that win is pedestrian now. And 
Hughes has been playing tough with people. Um, they're they're a tough team this year, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the points in a coin flip game like that. And then um, again, this is my pick of the week. This is the game I th- I was like, this seems like easy money. Is Pitt is only a three point favorite over Clemson. I think I know it's it's my buddy um, <laughs> over at at Pitt. And I don't want to buy on them, but I, I am, I'm a believer right now in Kenny Pickett. I think he's playing excellent. And I still don't think Clemson's offense is going to figure things out, especially against Pitt. I feel like Pitt should be almost seven to 10 points on this. What do you have? Yeah, I'm feeling that I'm feeling the same way as you. Like, I feel like Clemson is getting like at least four more points than they should. Like if their name wasn't Clemson and they marched into this game, like it, it would never be a three point line. So in, and Pitt, Pitt is ranked 23, but I, I think they've actually played better than that ranking this year. I know they finally snuck in this week, but they've been blowing doors off teams all year. So, um, I oh boy, I hate doing it, but man, I'm going to roll with Pat Narduzzi uh, this weekend, and I'm I'm sure he'll find a way to screw me. But and I'm then going with the, and 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 more in the confusing lines. This is another one that confused me. Was North Carolina state is only a three and a half point favorite against Miami. <laughs> I don't get this. I know Dave Doran has never beaten Miami, but you know, they play across the town. So, I mean, uh, they play across divisions. So they don't play all that often. Um, I, I mean, Tyler Van Dyke is the quarterback. He hasn't shown much yet. Um, I, I think, be, I think this seems like another easy bet. I feel like NC state should, should easily cover this. They should, but man, <laughs> something does not smell right with this. And just for that reason, I'm going the other way. Like the, the Clemson game didn't smell right either, but I get it because it's Clemson and, and they've been a perennial powerhouse for a decade. But man. Oh, Eric, you were losing you. Um, I, I was saying I, I get something doesn't smell right here, man. Like I, I didn't think it smelled right in that pit Clemson game but I understood because it's Clemson and they've been a perennial powerhouse for a decade here um but man something does not smell right like who in their right mind is taking Miami but just for that reason I'm gonna take Miami because they're just begging you to do it all right and then finally I mean well we already kind of gave our picks on on BC and, and Louisville but we'll talk about them in a second Virginia this is a when I wrote up the picks of the week this was one I it just seems like a coin flip because I don't know what's going to happen in this game. It's seven point favorite for Virginia, because to me, Virginia has been a very good offensive team. Their defense is abysmal and Georgia tech. It's like a coin flip. What team you're going to get every week. You can get a team that looks, you know, ready to fight for the coastal. And then you get a team that looks completely out of, out of control. What do you have in this game, Eric? Yeah, that's like a common theme for the ACC this year. I feel like there's like seven or eight teams where I don't know what, I'm going to get um, each week, like we already talked about a few of them between Virginia Tech and North Carolina and Syracuse, like, and Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech and Virginia kind of fit that mold too, especially Georgia Tech. Um, Man, I I just can't lay seven with that Virginia defense. Um, So I'm going to go with the Yellow Jackets here. I I picked Virginia in that one. And I, but that was of any, like, if you were to wait any of the games, that one was my lowest. And then finally, we kind of gave our predictions on this one. Louisville, six and a half points. We both picked BC, correct? 
Yeah, I'm going with BC, and I think they're going to outright win as well. So I did a little parlay. Let me tell you what I what action I got for this weekend on betonline.ag. Um, I did a four-way parlay on uh, with just ACC football games, and here is my four-way parlay. I got Wake Forest at minus three. I got Pitt at minus three. I have NC State at minus three, and I have BC at plus six. It, I, lo- I like it. It's a $5. I did a $5 wager to win 60 bucks. All right. Well, my, uh, my crazy four, four away parlay here, I'm going to take BC getting the six points. I'm going to take the, uh, under 54 in Miami and North Carolina state. I'm going to add the UMass Minutemen getting five touchdowns and I'm going to play the Pitt Panthers, uh, laying three against Clemson. Awesome. All right. I was just looking at my other bets that I have going into the season. I have NC state. I still, I still have um, plus six and a half wins. I feel pretty good about that one. Ooh, I got, nice I got Georgia winning the national championship. Ooh, that's sexy. I got, yeah, $20. I put a $20 wager to win 140 bucks on that one. I, I went down that road because I put $15 on J, uh, JT Daniels to win the Heisman. He's not even playing, so that doesn't really count. I also I put $20 down on BC to win the ACC, which definitely went down the toilet a couple weeks ago, so that's gone. And then I have $10. I'm just looking at what I have still available. I have $10 on Jamar Chase winning the AC, um, AFC Rookie of the Year. Oh, wow. So, well, that one's that one's looking, looking good. I also have a ripped-up ticket on BC to win the ACC, but I have a... Uh, We'll call it a large play on BC over uh, seven and a half wins this year. So they're gonna or seven wins. Sorry, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make me sweat it to get to the eight. But uh, I hope they get back on track this weekend. All right, Eric, where can people find you on social media? Uh, for all my uh, hot takes on college sports, E J Hofsis H O F F S E S. And for my barbecue business, please follow me on Facebook and Instagram on. Hoffa BBQ. Thank you. All right. And you can check me out at AJ Black underscore BC. My site is bcbulletin.com. This is Locked On Boston College. Make sure you subscribe and like us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have a friend or family that likes Boston College sports, please recommend us to them. It helps us a ton. On Monday, we'll be joined by Mitch Wolf and we'll review the Louisville game. Make sure to check out us on all your social media during the weekend as we'll have full coverage of the BC and Louisville game. Have a great weekend and enjoy the fall weather, everyone. Take care.